the Shohei Otani wars heat up, Nikolai Jokic proves he is 95% of employees, and the NFL goes to Europe. Welcome to Garcia Sports Garage. My name is Tim Garcia. Thank you for stopping by and listening. 15 minutes or less, episode 85. Let's jump right into it. Shohei Otani, the unicorn for the Los Angeles Angels of Anaheim. A true dual threat, batter and pitcher. What can we say about him? Well, he's already won one MVP. He should have won last year's MVP. And he is so far at the All-Star break, a runaway for, which will be his second, should have been third, MVP Most Valuable Player Award. I can go all the way back to 2002 and before when the Angels were good, when they won the World Series. I remember high-fiving our neighbors every single time they scored one. I remember going to the Honda Center for Game 5 with my family when they were in San Francisco to watch the game on the big screens. That, those were the great days of the Angels. And honestly, the last 10-plus, 12 years, you can't even say they were, they've been mediocre. They have been bad towards the bottom of Major League Baseball. And here we are. Mike Trout, generational talent, will go down as probably one of the 30th, 30 best players in baseball. One playoff appearance. And now, Artie Moreno, the owner of the Angels, has something that we have never and will never see again. The unicorn of Shohei Otani. Pitcher, Cy Young candidate. Batter, MVP, Triple Crown candidate. And where are the Angels? Where are they? 500. That's right. It is time to ship the guy away. Shohei Otani has given the Angels everything for six years. That's right. Six years. Not one playoff appearance. Shohei Otani goes out there and gives his all every single time he steps on the field, whether it be on the mound or in the box. And now Artie Moreno is holding him hostage. He's got to let him go. And you got to get something for him. Yankees are involved. Dodgers are involved. Mets are involved. Other smaller market teams are involved because they see what Shohei is. And this owner, Artie Moreno, he has crippled this franchise with terrible contracts. He has destroyed the fan base by not selling the team. He has not given Mike Trout the surrounding tools to make it to the postseason. And now here you are. You have a chance to right the ship. Let Shohei go. Get a bunch of capital for this unicorn. Don't keep him hostage because if anyone deserves to make it to the postseason, the country deserves to see Shohei Otani in October baseball. And it has to happen. The Angels are right at 500 at the All-Star break. There are no signs of them getting any better. You got Mike Trout, who's hurt. Rendon is hurt. Otani didn't make his last start before the All-Star break because of a blister. Get as much out of him now while you can. Strike while it's hot. And Shohei needs to go. He deserves it. Will I be sad to see Shohei Otani go? Of course I will. He's one of the greatest players of all time, statistically speaking. When I just saw him on Father's Day here in Kansas City, incredible the way he hits home runs one-handed, goes down and digs it out, hits it up at his eye level. It's incredible. Throws 100-plus miles per hour, then he comes back with an 85-mile-per-hour slider. This is something that we've never seen. No one in this generation has ever seen it. And here he is playing for a mediocre team. Now, some argue maybe he likes the West Coast. Maybe he likes the weather. Maybe he doesn't like dealing with all the immediate attention that would come with, say, 
a New York Yankee or a New York Met. But that doesn't change the fact that the Angels got to get something for him. Artie Moreno has been adamant about he's not making a change. He's not trading Shohei Otani. Well, you know what's going to happen then? They're going to end up not making the postseason again, and he'll walk as a free agent, and they will get zilch, nada, a nothing burger. And that would even be more detrimental to the franchise and to Mike Trout. What are you saying then? That you don't value his contributions for the past 12 years? You got to ship him off. That is the only way to salvage this his uh, historic losing season again with two of the greatest players the game has ever seen. Make it happen. Make the trade. Get a truckload of prospects. Get some veteran players and start over because the way this is going, we're looking at less than mediocrity for the next five, 10 years again. Speaking of mediocrity, I watched the air. The story about Michael Jordan, Nike, and how his first shoe was developed, uh, created, started. And I got to tell you, a star-studded cast with Matt Damon and Ben Affleck, the, the story itself was, incre- was interesting. I did not know the backstory behind Michael Jordan and the shoe. I'm glad they didn't focus on Michael Jordan as much as the player as they did the product. But I got to say, Matt Damon and Ben Affleck, the writers did not do them justice. I, these guys are... When they're together, going all the way back to Goodwill Hunting, they can be electric. And I just felt that their characters were held back in a way. Uh, so just going right, throwing that out there. It was, it was a good movie. I, I wouldn't have paid $20 for it. I'm glad I watched it when it was on Amazon Prime. But that was just a little segue into my next topic. Nikolai Jokic and the Denver Nuggets, they won the NBA championship their first ever in franchise history and how did no nikolai respond the joker the way all of us do when we're done with work i just want to go home i'm sure you've seen the memes it went viral after the championship Jokic was asked about if he's ready for the parade it's like parade when's parade and they told him like oh i know i need to get home and then there's a video of him trying to open a champagne bottle and it's like he doesn't care And then they ask him about, you know, why is he not so excited? He goes, the job is done. It's time to go home. And I think that's so relatable to 95% of people who work. Sure, there are good days. Sure, there are days that you enjoy going to work. But after hard, grueling hours, labor, you just want to go home, right? You don't want to stick around for happy hours. You don't want to hang out with people who you've spent all day with. You want to enjoy the time with your family. And I think that is a perfect example of how we all truly feel. He's an People are like, he's an NBA champion. Why isn't he out partying? Why doesn't he care so much? The NBA, it's a job, right? He gets paid to go out and play basketball, and then he's done. So I thoroughly enjoyed the media circus around this because he's just like everybody else. He goes to work. He gets his job done. He just wants to go home. And the way the media reacted to him, not surprising. But people don't care about championships and partying all the time. Jokic is all of us. So good for the Denver Nuggets. Congratulations to all my friends who are from Colorado. They've been having a good run. Colorado Avalanche, um, the Denver Nuggets. Let's see if the Broncos have a bounce back season. So Nikolai Jokic, a man of the people. They may not be from the United States, but he speaks for a lot of us. Before I get into this last segment, 
Remember, you can follow me on Instagram at GSG Podcast. Download podcasts wherever you do. Apple Podcasts, SoundCloud, Spotify. I want to end this episode talking about the NFL and their impending decision to move a team or I guess create a team over in Europe. For a league that spends so much money, so much PR, so much backtracking on their safety protocols, on how they care about safety, but then something happens and then they have to come out with a statement. Why would you put more players in jeopardy flying overseas for one game? It doesn't make any sense, whether it be Mexico, whether it be London, whether it be Berlin, it doesn't matter. Football is a dangerous, violent sport, and it takes recovery time. I mean, I'm out of it when I have to pick up my son after running around chasing him for a few minutes. And these guys are in grueling, combative activities all week long. They go out, they play in all types of weather, and their recovery time is extensive. Not like me going out, getting the mail up the hill, and then walking down. No, these guys are in the trenches, and they need time to heal. And now... You throw on top going across the world, time zone changes. I don't care if you have the most elaborate hotels. I don't care if you have class A facilities for training. I don't care if you have five-star restaurants where they can eat. You can't take away that travel back and forth. And if you're going to preach safety and player health, then this is a terrible idea creating an expansion team in Europe. It's a money grab, and of course, if we know anything about Roger Goodell and the NFL, they will not turn down a chance to make money. Let's take a normal NFL team, away team schedule during the week. They fly in, the game's on Sunday, they fly into the city, typically Saturday, Friday or Saturday, depending on weather. They do a walkthrough, stay at a hotel, play the game, typically, again, unless the weather's bad, fly home that night. Monday, typically teams have off, and then they start all over again. Let's say the game is in Europe. Depending on where it is, you got to leave a little earlier. So let's say you finish a game Sunday, rest day Monday, train Tuesday, fly out Wednesday, land Thursday, get ready on Friday, practice Saturday, and then the game. Then you fly back, possibly get home Tuesday, and then you got a game a few days later. It does not make sense. Kind of like these Pac-12 teams that are now joining the Big Ten it doesn't make logistical sense. You're going to have USC, UCLA flying to Penn State, Rutgers, Iowa, going back and forth in all sports, all about money. And that is why when the NFL talks safety, I laugh, I scoff, because they don't care about safety. They care about the dinero. That's what they care about. But it's inevitable. As inevitable as the Chargers breaking my heart again, as inevitable it is, as the sun shines, the moon will come up later, as inevitable it is as the Angels will disappoint me year in and year out, the NFL will have an expansion team in Europe, and I guarantee you we're going to see more injuries. That, on top of the fact that now they can flex Thursday night football games, a whole other story, a whole other issue, but it just shows that player first is an afterthought, and all they care about are themselves. All right, so my two stars of the episode, the first, Sophia Smith of the Portland Thorn, the NWSL, became the youngest player to record 30 goals in her career, a hat trick, no less, at age 22. That's incredible. So congrats, Sophia. And my other star of the episode, my boy, 
my fellow Murrieta resident, born and raised Ricky Fowler, finally, finally ended a four-year winless drought by winning the Rocket Mortgage Classic a couple of weeks ago. So congrats, Ricky, and congrats, Sophia. My goon of the episode is Artie Moreno. Make it right or sell the teams. So that's going to do it for episode 85 of Garcia Sports Garage Podcast. Thank you for listening. Under 15 minutes, I told you. Remember, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, SoundCloud, you can download it. More podcasts coming, more content. It's going to happen. I got more time now, so let's get it going. Everyone have a great weekend. Stay safe, and I'll talk to you really soon.